Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, how are you? And welcome along to the second episode of 90 Men's brand new podcast series. It's called Football's Climate Conversation. Very important. It's where we take a look at how climate change is affecting the beautiful game. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing Pledge Ball and Planet League's upcoming Green Football Weekend. It's an initiative aimed at getting football fans engaged in positive climate actions it's so important and what a place uh, to be heading as well pleased to say we've got some great guests to go through it all with us today rich holmes head of partnerships at planet league is here rich how are you you well i'm very well thank you thank you for having me on thank you very much for being here and also hello kat jebson of sustainable clarets i love this one a climate conscious fan group who regularly share their insight and ideas to help support burnley fc in their sustainability journey kat how are you oh i'm very excited to be here thank you very much yes thank you thank you for coming on um how are burnley in their their greener process and their journey how are they doing yeah no generally very very positive I think on the whole um the fan engagement has been I think once people realized who we were and and what we were working with I think it's been going really well Burnley have made some huge progress even in the last two years after working with us supporting them and um yeah I I think there's some exciting stuff to come as well yeah Kat are you able to share anything with any Burnley fans who might not fully be aware uh, of what it is Burnley are doing to make these changes yeah of course um so just to clarify, we Sustainable Clarets is a, a fan-formed group. So I, I founded it in 2021. And we've been recognised by Alan Pace, the chairman, and by the club. And we've been working with their operation director, their facilities manager, and their comms officer since then. The club have been doing um, an awful lot behind the scenes. So it's a lot of things that fans don't see. And that's yeah. where we come in. So um, things operationally, they're, they're keen to operate in a more sustainable manner by reducing their environmental impact. Things like 100% renewable energy that they've got now. Um, and there have been other things I was I can talk about later about the uh, survey that they did and things, but they've, they've kind of broken it down into the areas that they operate in and the, the 
um, supply and procurement side as well, and, and really started baselining and looking at what they're doing. But we operate in a sort of critical, critical friend okay. capacity to the club. Um, and it's all going well. And it's a great example that um, Burnley are setting as well, you know, a, a massive football club, uh, making sure they're doing their best. Um, so let's get into the Green Football Weekend. It's going to be a two-week tournament, which will culminate on the 5th of February, in which football fans from over 80 participating clubs from around the UK are going to compete with one another by scoring green goals for the clubs in order to win the Green Football Cup. Lots of competition at stake here. Another one up for grabs. Uh, the green goals are very simple actions, but so important when it comes to affecting the environment. Having a quick shower, for example, eating a meat-free meal, um, trying a milk alternative, just trying to you know reduce the carbon footprint and rise up the green football weekend league table ladder. Um, Rich, talk to us about how the green football weekend come around and how you know, how this idea was conceived. Yeah, so as you mentioned at the start, it's it's a bit of a collaborative campaign. So ourselves at Planet League and uh, Pledge Ball and, and Katie and the team over there have been working with clubs and, and fans for the past couple of years to engage them in sustainability and in, in climate action. Um, and we ran a campaign last October uh, with, this was Planet League and, and Counter Scene called Cup 26, which was, really exciting and you know got some fantastic national recognition we had visits from uh the former former prime minister um, yeah <laughs> which um, one <laughs> well yeah losing track um so loads of exciting things taking place national media moments so we, we wanted to you know continue to step that up and you know to have the opportunity to, to work with countersin again and to work with katie and the team at pledge ball and the backing of some fantastic organisations like Sky and BT Sport with all the football clubs that are taking part. It's it's a growing conversation. It's a really important conversation. And the ability that sport and in particular football has to, to make a difference and, and to change attitudes and behaviours is, is really exciting. So um, it, it's been probably in progress for and planning stages for, for over a year now, which has been you know, it feels so strange that it's here and kicking off tomorrow, but we're all so excited for it. 80 teams, you said, um, 80 clubs participating in this. Are you able to give us some of the big names of, you know, who we can expect? Well, I mean, there's out of the 92 professional football clubs in the English football pyramid, 80, 80 of them are taking part. So it's wonderful. You know, straight away, it's, it's a vast majority. We've got the vast majority of Premier League teams taking part, the vast majority of Championship teams taking part. Uh, we do see it as a whole club approach. So actually, um, you know, that includes the, the women's setups of teams as well. So, um, yeah, the majority of clubs in the country are taking part. So there's definitely some big names in there. I don't want to name drop any specific teams because I don't want to show any favouritism here. We'll say Burnley, they're top of the championship. <laughs> That's a very, very good answer. Yeah, we've got loads of really exciting teams taking part and we're looking forward to seeing all the fans get involved as well. Yeah, and it's and it's great when you see certain players. I always love seeing a player really take responsibility and push and drive that forward. And you mentioned the women's teams getting involved as well. Lots of women Moy from Arsenal. Um, I went to see Arsenal yesterday play at the Emirates. Um, Arsenal women, and she's a massive advocate for this as well, and has been pushing this for quite some time. But how much of a response is it getting from the fan bases now? I mean, just just to give an example, we. 
we ran, I mean, we've not done green football weekend before, so we're really excited to see how this works. But, you know, specific to, to my area at Planet League, we ran a tournament a couple of months ago called the Planet League Cup, which, you know, there were 72 teams, I think, take 77 teams taking part in that campaign. And we saw over 74,000 actions taken by individuals. So, you know, it just gives you a sense of the scale of the potential that this has got. And, and that's a stepping stone. We've got a long way to go, but it is starting to get more and more response. And, you know, seeing fan groups like Cats set up with the sustainable clarets shows how important this is to, to fans. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's growing. It's getting there. There's a long way to go uh, mm. in this world, but, you know, it's, it's certainly looking exciting. Kat, you, you, like you say, your involvement with this and starting up this campaign. Uh, Burnley are considered as one of the favourites for the Green Football Cup as well. Um, you know, what's your biggest achievement to date so far? I think um, the fact that the club have engaged with a fan group. I think, yeah. I think to my knowledge, we've done a bit of digging and we speak to people at Pledge Ball all the time. You know, one of our uh, working group members is, is Katie Cross from Pledge Ball. She's been really influential, really good guide to have and we've also got football for futures tom rawson who happens to be a burnley fan which is really lucky for us um they've been in there from the start and together we we and i'd love to be proved wrong i'd absolutely love to be proved wrong but i think we're the only group in the uk that's kind of come from fans to club rather than the other way around so i think the fact that they've engaged with us at all is a success i think i think we've got to start somewhere and we've proven that there is that fan desire to improve sustainability and, and make an impact through football We've been that sort of grassroots forum for like-minded fans to come together and engage. Uh, so we've been able to provide a platform to demonstrate to the club that, the, that that's wanted. Mm. I think one success we had last year was for the first time, there was a real focus on fan engagement by Burnley and they did a series of 12 surveys for fans asking them what they thought about various things. And we actually managed to um, work with them to put together a sustainability focused one. And some of the results we had from that, I won't stat you to death, but I mean, uh, 100% of 18 to 24 year olds that responded said they want Burnley to improve their energy efficiency. So we were absolutely staggered by that. 58% um, of respondents said they felt um, the same about sustainability as they did a year ago. But 42% of people who responded said that they actually cared more and nobody responded that they cared less. So I think working together, our, our communications, our sort of messaging in the context of football is, is really getting through to people and it's got massive potential. And then there have been more solid achievements. So our involvement in Burnley's um, planning for climate change mitigation it was a major factor in them improving their standing in the 2021 Sports Positive League. So they were 19th in 2020 before we were a thing. Uh, mm -hmm. And then with our help, they, they climbed to 14th in the Premier League. So above Leeds, Wolves, Aston Burnley, you know, big clubs with big budgets. We were we were always the underdog. We love being the underdog. Um, it's just in our nature and it'll always be there. Even, even at the top of the championship, we'll still feel like the underdog, which is probably <laughs> going to get some ire from other clubs. But, you know, we, we really do. It's it's that spirit that you can feel on Turf more, And uh, yeah, we, we managed to do that. So I think we're just looking forward to 2023. And we've had programme pieces. We've had online content with the club. It's just amplifying what they're already doing and then being that critical friend to guide them on policy and things in the future. And it's, it's been a real privilege to be able to get involved at that level with people at the director level of the club. Congratulations on that. It's That's a huge achievement and it's great that we're getting the, the moment in the platform to really tell people the, the impact 
that's been had here and involving the fans and, and the clubs together. Rich Cat mentioned um, the age group, that age group of 18 to 24-year-olds. Is there a generation thing involved here in making sure that it's the next generation and the youngsters who are leading the way for the future here? Or can an older generation get involved as well? I mean, the first thing I'd say is this is absolutely open to any generation. This isn't, you know, a... a a Gen Z millennial thing. This is uh, open to any age group, anybody that wants to get involved. And we welcome fans of all ages, backgrounds, shapes and sizes to to come and take part. Um, But what is quite obvious is is that actually the younger people, that the younger generations are, you know, so passionate about this topic. And it's, it's a it's an easy conversation to have with those demographics and right what's really nice about that is you quite often see these children and these young people going home and speaking to their families and it's kind of an upwards education thing rather than the other way around and it's really interesting thing to see so we are seeing lots and lots of young people get engaged in this and we'd love to see you know everybody take part really because that's that's where the difference is going to happen yeah, and that's why we need to talk about doing things and fans taking things as a collective as well. And in a recent article published on 90 Min, Dr. Mark Doidge of the University of Brighton wrote about the power that fans are taking collective action and what impact that can have. Stating tackling climate change requires collective action. And for this, fans are the best in the business. It's so true, whether it's campaigning to get a manager out, as uh, you know, changing a board, stopping the European Super League. Um, it's so important to have fans involved at the heart of things, um, whether it's in football or outside of football. So collective action requires a lot of people doing an activity on a regular basis fans do this every weekend adjusting our match day rituals to include a greener form of transport or pledging to wash clothes at 30 degrees uh, can showcase our collective action for the world um rich how important an impact can fan action have and how have you noticed that so far it's it's absolutely huge um so many fans have that mentality. It's not just football fans. It's, it's people in general have that mentality of what difference can I make as an individual? And mm-hmm. sometimes that is a barrier to people actually doing something. And it's so wrong because the answer is a huge difference. F- football is a community. People have, you know, a real strong affinity to their football clubs. When you meet somebody new, you quite often introduce yourself by your name and the team that you support um it's got you know a real insight into people's lives and people are motivated to do things for their football club and you know football's got over three billion fans globally i think and something like 31 million fans in the uk if that number of people can make small changes and you know even if it is just a couple of small changes the impact of that is absolutely huge Absolutely. Yeah. What are those small changes, Kat, that football fans can make right now, starting today? I think the the main ask for it's unfortunate that our green football weekend fixtures is an away game, so we've got slightly less influence on it. Um, but one thing we're talking to Burnley ahead of Green Football Weekend, and we are going to contribute to that. We're looking forward to contributing to Green Football Weekend. Um, but the, I mean, there's all sorts. I mean, you could walk or take public transport to home matches. That's certainly something. Burnley. I don't know if you've visited Turf Moor at all but we sit right in the middle of a a town a community it's a really close-knit community you can quite easily walk to the game if you're able 
um, and it's car sharing to away, ga away games, you know, rather than yeah. you know, going individually, taking public transport where you can. I think trying a plant-based meal or drink is probably going to have the biggest carbon impact. That's the thing that I've done that's had the biggest carbon impact. Um, and then it's like, you, excuse me, using a reusable water bottle or flask. Um, we asked for that pre-Coventry game. So pre-Saturday, uh, and we have some really nice responses from people who just said, oh yeah, and just never thought of doing that. Or I didn't really want to carry one around the pub mm -hmm. after. And then we had a conversation online, you know, other fans chipped in and said, well, you can get collapsible ones. And it just starting that conversation was was really, really good. I think um, reduce just our mantra is sort of start small and do what you can. Yeah. Don't worry about being perfect. You don't have to be Greta Thunberg. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To take climate action. You know, it's better if you're not. It's better if you just do what you can and, and talk about it with people and bring other people on that journey. And yeah. that's what we're trying to do with the fans. Rich, it must be quite difficult when... You know, there's an important fixture coming up and everybody's so focused on the football team and the form that they're in or they're not in to actually get fans to pay attention and listen to, to climate change. What's the best way to engage there? Have you noticed? You're absolutely right. And I think, you know, it is difficult sometimes to take the attention away from the football. Um, but we've seen it in the past with other social causes and other important conversations. So we know that it's possible. Um, but a, a huge part of the story here is there are absolutely loads of things you can do on the way to, at, during, on the way home from, at halftime, a football game. But there's also so many things that you can do away from that context and setting as well. And that's the important thing to remember. It's not, you know, yes, that at the game conversation is, is key and that's where we can spread the message and raise the awareness. But a lot of this can be 
you know, simple messaging and positive messaging is really important because so much climate and sustainability stories, press messaging is negative. It's focused on the, the negative side of things. And actually that's what's nice about Green Football Weekend and the work that we're doing and the work that we at Planet League and Katie and the team at Pledge Ball do is it spins that positive story and it's about, you know, the, the positive side of what you can do. And that extends to people's everyday lives, what people do at work, what people do at home, what people do at the weekend. And, you know, football has that authority to influence that part of people's lives as well, beyond just the match day experience. So it's, it's important that that messaging is really positive and it's important that it's, you know, opens those conversations because sometimes conversation is the most important thing that triggers other action. Kat, is it important to to have role models, you know, to have your club have an an, an actual starting a living role model who steps up and speaks about this and pushes these weekends and makes your fans know it's something they're passionate about? And do you have that? So we're in conversation about it. I think um, we, we, yeah, we'd love that. I mean, that would obviously be really good. I think people footballers do offer role models for so many people particularly young people as well as we've talked about and I think what we've found working with fans and what the club have agreed with us is that they do have that responsibility so it's not even a nice to have they need to lead the example and it's what they've started doing I think we're not there yet I'm hoping it's something that we can get in the future and we're talking to them about it personally I do have to wonder if it's whether it goes back to the being perfect thing and footballers are under so much pressure just to perform on the pitch but also in social media and I think a lot of people are a bit afraid of taking climate action you know whether whether you're Nathan Teller, Ashley Barnes or me you you can be afraid of getting the criticism and the backlash if you're not perfect so footballers Mm. famously have Uh. because we're not there yet they have really carbon intensive lifestyles they they fly to games they travel the world you know it's all about commercialism and capitalism that side of it so I think it's really difficult and I understand why perhaps we're not getting role models at that level as much as maybe another social cause might that's a little less that you may you might not be as seen as hypocritical about yeah and you know it's so true because I remember when Graham Potter got the job at at Chelsea he did an interview with him and he's so pro green and his carbon footprint and then you know you go to a bigger club you go further up the table into the Champions League far more travel far more you know everything like that you can understand then why maybe certain faces won't want to sign up and be you know the the sole person for it but also it's just about progress isn't it like it doesn't have to be that you cut out all your flights and you don't travel in your Lamborghini you know it's it's small steps Mm. um that that make this change along the way um is is there a way Rich that you can get into that or tap into that somehow like you say I want to be positive as well but I also want to see somebody you know in the Premier League be that representation all the time it's, it's a really important point. And I think Kat's spot on in the sense that, that you know, footballers and football is so easy to criticise. Yeah. And they are worried about the backlash of, well, you do this. And mm-hmm. it's not about perfection. And that's what Green Football Weekend messaging is about. You know, we're, we're not expecting, like Kat said earlier, everybody to be Greta Thunberg overnight. It's not going to happen. <laughs> this is about the journey that, Fans, clubs, players, anybody involved is on and it is a journey and 
every club, every fan, every player is on a different step of that journey. And if you can start to take those one or two little steps, it's an improvement from where you were before. It's not about criticizing. It's not about, well, you do this and you do that. It's about looking at the positives and saying, we're aware of the issues. We can take those positive steps. We've been working really closely with um, David Wheeler, who plays for Wickham Wanderers, and, and Russell Martin, the Swansea City manager, who, who are two ambassadors of ours now, um, who are both you know very passionate and speak out about climate issues, which is really refreshing to see. And you know, people will remember. Um, Kat, I'm sorry if this is a sore subject, but Ben Mee's transfer from. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm over um, it now. Are you rich? <laughs> I'm it's, over it now. It's a great example because when Ben completed that transfer, he spoke out and he said, look, I am aware that, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm aware that transfers are carbon intensive and this isn't the perfect way to resolve things, but he offset the emissions of that transfer. Yeah. And that's really, it's a really important point to address that, you know, this isn't about perfection. This is about progress. Yeah. Oh, that's um yeah brilliant and refreshing to hear if you are listening to this and you're a fan and you go well I can't cut out my travel to the game but there are other things that you can do that that day and you can start on green football weekend as well it's so easy uh, to get involved and score those green goals for your club so you can start by buying vintage or secondhand clothes maybe reuse the old shirt you don't have to go and buy the new one again it'll save you some cash as well there's so much pressures around that um, you don't have to do that you can compost compost Hosting uh, food waste, uh, take a journey on foot or by bike instead of your car, eat a meat-free meal cat. You've said that's one of the things that you've been doing um, that's helped so quickly. Reuse your water bottle, of course. You can get fold-down ones that you don't have to take everywhere with you. Um, I turn off your appliances as well at the wall instead of leaving them on standby. Take a quick shower that day uh, and use the eco setting on your washing machine as well. And you'll also save a few quid maybe. Um Talk to me about the laid up challenge. It's this time of year where, uh, Rich, this can be important. Yeah. Um, so the layer up challenge, it's it's a really simple, fun action. It's it's repl- replicable that, you know, people can look at, smile, have a go, have a bit of fun with. Um, but there's a subtle climate message behind it as well. We launched it back in October before our, our Planet League Cook campaign. And we've seen, you know, several professional football clubs across all levels and players in, in the men's and women's game have a go at it and, and fans taking part too. And it is the the kind of replicable action for, for Green Football Weekend as well. And we're, we're really looking forward to seeing people have a go. Effectively, you've got 30 seconds to put on as many T-shirts or as many layers as you can. I think the record so far is nine or 10, but I'll be honest, most people struggle to get past five or six. Um, but you know, it's, it's a bit of fun. It's funny to watch people do it, struggling to put the 10th T-shirt on. It's funny to have a go at it, but that message behind it is, is that subtle link of actually, you know, stick on an extra layer and you might be able to turn one degree down on the thermostat. Yeah. And that can make a big difference, not only in your emissions, but equally in, you know, your, you know, the, the energy crisis savings at the moment as well. So it's, it's a bit of fun. It's a fun action. It's, it's funny. It's good to get involved with, but there is a message behind it too about, you know, that, that subtle kind of climate message. So, you know, we want to see people having a go at it and having a bit of fun with it. Kat, what other actions, conscious actions, can you change um, in your journey or anybody who's looking to make a, a, a change right away? I think um, Pledge Ball is a, is a great place to start. If you're looking for sort of quick wins, a lot of climate action that we do is, is focused on quick wins because 
I like to think of it as losing weight, generally tackling climate change. Businesses and individuals, you can tick off the quick wins really easily. And it's like losing the first few pounds. It tends to generally be easier than losing the next few pounds. So you kind of plateau after a while. So I think there are lots of things. I mean, whether it's switching to LED lights, um, maybe looking at you, you know your next car being a hybrid or an electric. That's something that Burnley have done. They've implemented more um, electric vehicle charging points. And I think there's, there's, I think it's just that sort of reduce, reduce, reuse, recycle yeah. mantra and, and think about what you're buying. Think that everything has a sort of journey to shelf or a journey to your plate. And it's thinking about that and making those choices so that, you know, you don't want anybody to, you know, don't think of it as missing out. Think of it as doing something good would be my advice. And it makes it a lot easier, especially like you say, if you trade like saving money at the same time, it's win-win. Of course, of course. Well, the Green Football Cup will culminate with the Green Football Weekend between the 3rd and the 5th of February, uh, during which clubs across the UK will be serving veggie options in stadiums and putting on sustainable methods of transport for their fans as well. Um, This is a huge event. It's a good place for people to start as well, isn't it, Rich? Absolutely. There's there's going to be loads of exciting things taking place. Obviously, we've got the, the tournament leading up until that, that weekend. So it does kick off tomorrow, which means that anybody listening, any fans that want to take part can get involved, help their team climb the league from tomorrow right up until Green Football Weekend when it finishes on the on the 5th of February. Um, but there's going to be loads of exciting things happening. And, you know, it's a chance for clubs and their fans to celebrate either what that particular club and fan base has already done or the journey that they're about to embark on, or those small steps. You know, we spoke about the journey earlier on. So it is a chance not to, to criticise and say, you're not doing it. It's a chance to say, this is great. This is the journey. This is where we want to go. Can you help us on that journey? Um, so we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all ears, all eyes for it. And also, it's just in my head. It's making those little steps for a big change. Um, Kat, Who's currently kind of top of the league? Who will be your favourites this time round? You can't say Burnley, though. (laughs) For the Green Football Weekend? Yeah. Oh, it's difficult. (laughs) I need to think. Um, What about you, Rich? Anybody who's an outright favourite who is doing their absolute best? I mean, I am basing this solely on the last Planet League competition because that's the most recent um, example I've got to look at. And... That was won by Northampton Town. Um, We saw, I think Manchester United was second, Leicester City, Lincoln City and uh, West Ham, Everton, Leeds. They were all up there. So lots of lots of clubs of different levels. You know, it's it's not all just the big names. It is clubs of different levels competing, but it's going to be exciting because it could all change. Yeah, absolutely. What did Northampton United do that was so impressive to help them win? Northampton really galvanised the community very well. They did a lot of work around match days. Um, they got just about every member of staff at the club and trust involved. We saw the chief exec of the football club scoring goals, which is refreshing. We saw the kit man mm-hmm. scoring goals. So it's, you know, it just became a real club and community effort. And, and they really did galvanise, you know, what is a community to, to take action. And it was it was great. It was really nice to see. How do we share the green goals that we've scored that weekend for our clubs? How do we let people know about them to get up the table? 
There's two ways to score goals through Green Football Weekend. Uh, first of all, you visit greenfootballweekend.com. There are two calls to action. One is to pledge, which will take you to the Pledgeable website where you can choose the pledges that you want to make and score goals for your club. The second one is to take action. That will take you to the Planet League platform where you complete an action. Um, so you'll, you know, for example, if you walk to work, you will physically do that um, and you upload a photograph of you completing that action and you score oh. goals. Um, so yeah, two different ways to score goals throughout the campaign. Loads of actions to complete, loads of stuff to be getting on with and, and helping your team climb that league table. Lovely stuff. Kat, anything else you would like to share? Um, yeah, I just, I think um, we're looking forward to contributing to Green Football Weekend. I think the club have been contacted by a couple of people um, and we're going to contribute some content as Sustainable Clarets as well. So just as Richard said, videos of us taking climate action and just little, you know, quick photo galleries, um, that sort of content on social media. We are hoping in 2023 to firm up some more physical match day presence as well. It's difficult because yeah. we're volunteers, but we're working with the club on that. So hopefully, and I think really what I want to get out of um, Green Football Weekend is is linking to other clubs who are doing this and linking to other groups who are doing this, because I think together we're stronger. I think there's a real opportunity for people, like-minded people, whether they've got skills, experience or not, anyone who's just passionate about it and wants to make a change, I think if we can link together, we'll be a lot more be united in it and it'll be a stronger campaign across Absolutely. the English Football League. So I completely agree with you. Um it's such an important topic and one that's just making me think more and more every time we talk about it and you make those little changes. So if you're just joining us this, you know, this first time round, start by making those changes and you can start by scoring those green goals for your club as well. Let's just hope VAR's not involved. Um, but every little change matters. So do get involved for Green Football Weekend. Uh, Rich Holmes and Kat Jibson, we wish you all the luck for it. And we hope to catch up with you again soon on it. Thank you so Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.